Dealers need service revenue to stay profitable. And as vehicles become increasingly complex, consumers need service and repair guidance now more than ever. But with the majority of consumers defecting from service bays by the fifth year of ownership, dealers aren't just losing that revenue, but also a chance to influence the next purchase. Enter Kelly Blue Book Service Advisor, where consumers search for the information they need, trusting they can find the right repair partner for a fair price. Partner with Service Advisor, part of the number one most trusted third-party automotive brand, and turn your service center into a profit center. Hello and welcome to another AAA 75th edition of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Overby, and uh, as, as many of you know, in honor of the National Auto Auction Association uh, celebrating its 75th anniversary this year and leading up to the annual AAA convention in September, uh, we're going to be talking with leaders from throughout the auction industry from different companies, different auction types, different constituents of, of the trade group, if you will, just about what Interplay means to them and the importance of, of having an asso- industry association. And my guest today is Kevin Cook, who is AVP of Client Services with Mannheim. And he's uh, he's been very involved with Interplay, and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But Kevin, good to see you. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Joe. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, First, let's we'll start kind of high level. Talk a little bit about your role with Mannheim and what that client services position entails. I lead a team of around 375 uh, problem solvers. That's like what we like to call ourselves as we solve problems. Our business can be rather complex and we help our dealers walk through some of that complexity. So part of my team deals with some of that frontline customer service where if you you have a problem with accessing our website, we've got teams dedicated to that. But also, if you just have general questions about our locations, we have teams ready to help with that frontline, just pure client service. The other part of my job is I lead arbitration services, which it's a really important part of our industry, obviously, to protect the integrity of our transactions. So we have a team there that deals with any kind of client disputes or questions about how the, the vehicle sold. So we walk through those problems with our buyers and sellers and and our goal is to, to find that win-win, and that can sometimes be a challenge, but uh, our team does a great job with it. And what has been your involvement with AAA over the years? Sure. I've had two different stints on the uh, Auction Standards Committee, which is the team that sets a lot of the, the policies and the protocol for the industry relative to how the vehicles are sold. So uh, I'm in my second stint now, and I'm one of the co-chairs, along with uh, a couple other members on the team. And we lead the policy making, if you will. We we hear from our auction, our member auctions, uh, what's important to them. We hear from clients where we see uh, opportunity for clarity. We really focus hard on what's the industry telling we need to look at, and that's where we put our attention. And uh, along those lines, I, I pulled up a story we had about a year ago. The AAA had launched an online arbitration troubleshooter tool. Go back mm-hmm. to your point about arbitration and. You know, the, the story mentioned that, that you were a big part of that as a co-chair of the Auction Standards Committee, kind of putting that together. So what was that? What did that process involve? You know, mentioned working with, with some people across the industry and Mannheim's peers. What did that process involve building that, that tool? It really was a, a venue for us to connect our member auctions to, you know, we hate to call 
call ourselves experts, but we do spend a lot of time in the policy. We wanted to connect them to folks that spend a little more time than they do. A lot of our member options don't have a dedicated arbitration team. So this provides a way for them to connect to folks who may have more experience or maybe even helped write the policies as we have. So the way that was developed, is just a very simple survey-based tool. And anyone can submit that, clients included. We get a lot of inquiries from clients. So they can go to the NAAA site, submit the question, uh, just like our member options do. Most of the ones that come in from Anaheim, I take responsibility for and I respond in twofold. I respond as an NAAA representative to say, here's what the policy says. Then I use that as an avenue to connect the client to one of our team members that can help them if there's still an unresolved issue. So it's a benefit for our company in that way. It lets us get to maybe concerns in a, in a unique way, but also for our member options, if they have a question they've not faced, the three co-chairs and I sometimes will kind of collaborate and go, okay, here's my position. Are we all aligned here? And we always make sure we're aligned if we're going to make any kind of statement that's a, of a precedent-setting nature. And so, you know, serving on these committees and, and just being involved with AAA in general, how has that helped you kind of in your career and with your role at Mannheim? Sure. Well, that's been the unexpected treat, just to be honest with you. I went into it with an attitude of service. Hey, this is an mm-hmm. honor to serve on the team. But the benefits to me personally and professionally have just been phenomenal. Visibility to, to new folks, to new p- parts of the industry, visibility to leadership, not just within Mannheim, but within the industry. Getting to know folks like Paul Lips, Trisha Heon, just to build those relationships. Can't talk enough about relationships. That's been a big part of it. The other side is it stretches you. You may not think you're ready for something until someone asks you to stand up in front of a group of 500 people. And you realize, oh, this is a piece of cake. And you know, even doing this podcast, it's a great way to stretch ourselves and uh, get our voice out there. What do you see as, as why it's important for, for auto auctions who, in essence, you know, they may be owned by a corporate entity or, you know, uh, owned by an individual, but they, they all are kind of their own unique small businesses. Why is it important for them to have a trade association? That's a great question. Uh, and we get asked that sometimes. Why be a member of AAA? First, there's strength in numbers. The, the unity of the industry makes us a stronger, more viable industry. If we're going to thrive, we need to thrive and grow together. So that's a big part of it. Uh, bringing common uh, ideas together, but also learning from maybe unique ideas that one location may have that another one's not considered. Interplay is made up of a lot of different sizes of locations, and each of them brings something unique to the table. So if you stand alone, you don't hear those other voices. Uh, two other the real big parts is the training aspect and just other resources that the association provides other member auctions. They may have resources to build a safety team or a training team, and AAA can connect them to those resources. Last thing is perhaps legislative policy making. Having a, lo- a louder voice with our decision makers in Washington or in the state government, bringing us together helps us have that louder voice. Yeah, and to that last point, I mean, I think a lot of you know, just talking with leaders of AAA and, and other trade groups, a lot of policymakers through, you know, no fault of their own, just don't know what the heck an auction does. You know, they exactly. they may not know kind of the, all the moving, literally moving pieces, uh, auction, be it sale day or just, you know, I, for whatever reason, I was thinking about this yesterday that how many how many different entities touch a car, you know, between the time a consumer trades it in and it gets sold to the next person. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. so a lot of, it's important to have that kind of uh, 
glue there like an association that can connect all those those moving parts. Well, educating the lawmakers or other mm -hmm. lawmakers about the how impactful our industry is. We're a very quiet part of the automotive industry, but we're a yeah. significant part of the automotive industry. Yeah. And I think we have to have that voice, that collective voice where people see the impact we make. Well, have you gotten, you know, as we're as we're recording this, you know, we're we're still a few months out from the the AAA convention, but we're going to be kind of having a bunch of these episodes leading up to the the AAA convention. Have you gotten to to go before, and what's been, and if so, what's been some of your enjoyment and I guess positives of going to to that kind of thing? Well, obviously, the relationship part of it is, is always key, not just the number of auctions, but when our clients are there, it's a great avenue for us to meet with many clients in one venue. And sometimes sit around the table and just learn about them and their families, not just the business. That's how we build those relationships. The other part is learning what's coming soon. I'll give you an example. The last convention, we had an EV electric vehicle roundtable. Mm -hmm. uh, we had probably 20 or 25 folks in the room. To get 20 you know, leadership voices in the same room talking about a really important part of our industry and a part of our economy overall, we learned a lot from each other. We were talking about everything from the transportation aspects of an EV unit. You know, those are much heavier units. So can you haul eight units, eight vehicles on a transport truck? Maybe you don't get six, but it's heavier. Do we have the right equipment? You know, what, what are the consumer attitudes? What are our consigner attitudes toward it? So just those kind of things are where the conventions are just critical to get those. Again, the voices I keep talking about, that's where you hear the voices. And the EV marketing may only get more complicated as you know, the type of damage condition reports, you know, I was on a panel uh, last week at a Reuters conference and we were talking about how, you know, if a if an EV gets into an accident, you know, it's not, it may not just be a fender bender. You have to recalibrate all the software and all the uh, high tech stuff in there. And then, and then that has to translate to the auto auctions. If that comes in, how do you fix that kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Safety. Yeah. came up tremendously separate from that EV roundtable. When we had our safety summit in our Dallas meetings in January, the member auctions are talking about how do you handle a fire for an EV unit? Yeah, And they shared different ways, different products that are available. Again, those, those common ideas are great creative ideas coming out. Those come out when you get the groups together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I think the one thing, you know, one major thing we missed during you know, the, the two plus years of COVID was just the, the opportunity to, to gather in the same space, mm -hmm. whether, um, you know, it was our conferences here at Cherokee Media Group or Interplay or NADA, you know, that you miss that idea sharing. And, and some of the best best ideas come from, mm -hmm. from just, you know, not even the, I mean, the yeah, the sessions are great and the speakers are great, but sometimes it's just chit-chatting with, with people who are, you know, at the same hotel as you. Um, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before I let you go, one one last question for you. Um, you know, we we were talking off offline that we we actually got to meet uh, in person at, at Mannheim Wilmington Auto Auction um, a few years ago. What do you enjoy most about going to a physical auction? The energy cannot be matched with anything else. When I was recruiting staff, when I was a general manager at Mannheim, North Carolina, or Wilmington, I talked about Super Bowl Sunday. Mm -hmm. Our industry gets Super Bowl Sunday every day at sale day. Anytime you walk into a live auction, it is Super Bowl Sunday. And it's just hard to match the energy. So, so that's that's tremendous. In my role, I have responsibility east to west. 
So I love to go to the auctions. While I may not have a team member there, I still want to visit that auction because we have clients there. And just to walk the lanes, see the faces, see the action, see the energy. Auctioneers, I mean, how do you miss enjoying the chant of an auctioneer? I mean, it's just, you can't find that anywhere. Absolutely. Well, that was definitely my experience going to my, my first uh, auto auction, which I believe was at Mannheim, North Carolina, uh, several years ago, thanks mm -hmm. to the Mannheim team for setting that up a while back. But but Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. That's going to do it for today's episode. Really appreciate you being on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It's been good. Absolutely. Well, folks, stay tuned for more of our series from the NAAA 75th edition of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. For our listeners, thank you for listening. For our team here at Auto Remarketing, we'll catch you next time. Dealers need service revenue to stay profitable. And as vehicles become increasingly complex, consumers need service and repair guidance now more than ever. But with the majority of consumers defecting from service bays by the fifth year of ownership, dealers aren't just losing that revenue, but also a chance to influence the next purchase. Enter Kelly Blue Book Service Advisor, where consumers search for the information they need trusting they can find the right repair partner for a fair price. Partner with Service Advisor, part of the number one most trusted third-party automotive brand, and turn your service center into a profit center.